help people. You know, I've been very fortunate to find out that people that, have, that I've talked about on the show are now getting jobs because of it. And to me, that's the whole point is to make everyone in this industry better. If we can make everyone in this industry better, people are going to respect us. People are going to really value what we do because people don't really understand how hard it is or even how unique what we can do. In this episode of Calling All Creatives, I sit down with Josh Gorecki. He is the host of Frames Per Street and the director of creative video for UCR Athletics. Today, Josh is gonna walk us through his career progression. He actually went to college for business and marketing. And in one of those classes, he had to make a commercial. Little did he know that, that commercial would jumpstart his career. So, you know, when I, you know, I was in college, I was trying to figure out, I mean, I went through so many different avenues of like psychology and, you know, accounting. Um, and I finally had a class uh, in marketing. It was, you know, promotional and uh, strategic marketing. And so we had to like sell this purse. And I remember like I was, as a kid, I used to always make videos. And I, and, and I don't know if, you know, any other video uh, editors realized or did this when, I, when they were younger, but, you know, the two VHSs. You record on a VHS and then you would pause it and edit it through there because I had no idea how this stuff worked. Um, so I was super excited to actually get back to editing. Um, so I downloaded like, a, like I think I had iMovie at the time, and we, you know I borrowed my dad's camera and you know I started like really kind of diving into like what makes this attractive, what makes this purse sell, um, and I studied. And that's one of the things I, I really pride myself on is looking at other people's work, looking at other commercials when I was at the time. And I tried every technique possible. And it just, this, this sense of just, I don't know, it was like, I, I felt like I was telling a story. I felt like I was, you know, a, a, you know, creating art as it was happening. And it was, it was a dumb commercial. And I look back at it now and I'm like, oh my God, like there's so many problems with commercial. But I think <laughs> what made me so happy about this was I found something that didn't feel like work. Um, and I realized this was an avenue I could take. Uh, and then, you know, come, you know, three, four years later, not realizing, you know, there's so many industries that, I could touch just with this kind of content I was creating. Yeah, I think it's funny. We all look back at our work and we're like, oh my goodness, how did I actually make that? But you got to start somewhere. So that's awesome. Exactly. So after you got your master's in video editing, um, you built connections to get a part-time camera gig. And did you build those connections by emailing people or networking in person, both, some other way? Yeah, I mean, for me, I think what has really helped was just building friendships. Um, you know, I, I you know, uh, if you're going into this purely to find jobs, I think that's where it kind of gets a little mixed up and a little, you know, you, some people sometimes have hard times finding jobs because of that way. And I, you know, my, my dad was very big, you know, my dad was a football coach and he's like, it's about teamwork, you know, life is about connecting and, and it's, it's about having the same goal and helping other people. So when I started, you know, having friends and, and building relationships at school, I just kind of just was like, you know, let's not ask where they work. Let's just become friends with people. And then you start to learn that people work at these places. And I feel like, you know, when you're, when you're doing this kind of stuff, just be a kind, open-hearted, you know, open-minded person, hear people out. And when you build those relationships, they kind of build a sense of trust with you. It's like, you know what, this person's a good person. You know what they're doing and they're good at their craft. I would love to work with them. And, you know, even now when we try to hire people or when I was even at UCLA trying to hire people, the first thing I always find out is their personality and, and what kind of person are they with, with teams? Because, you know, you could have, be one of the best graphic designers, best video editors, but if you're hard to work with, it makes the, the, the collaboration that much harder. So I would just talk to people and become friends with people. You know, for example, when I, uh, I got to um, the Angels, 
I became really close friends with this cameraman and he was a really good dude. We're talking about music and, you know, we were both huge Pearl Jam fans and, and this and that. And all of a sudden he, you know, he goes, Hey, you know, you want an opportunity to work at the ducks? I'm like, yeah, do you know anyone there? He's like, well, yeah, I run the video production team. If you guys want to come in, I was like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I just want a part-time gig for fun. And I was like, yeah, I would love to. And because of that, I was able to build his trust and his friendship and we were able to actually, you know, get my job over there at Ducks. And, you know, I still work there part-time and I've been there since what, 2011, no, 2013. And what's really cool about that is now I find people through the Ducks to help me out on my full-time job in hiring. And that's another great way to connect and, and even find people if you're a manager trying to hire. Yeah. Someone gave me this piece of advice once and it literally has stuck in my head ever since, but they were like, just be a good person all around because you never know who is who. And that has happened so many times. Like I'd be at a networking event or something like that. And I would just try to make conversation with someone and it ends up like they're the, the founder of the company or, you know, some, some big important person. I was like, Oh my goodness. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy how small the world is and how connected the world is. All right. So you started frames per street, which is awesome. I love it. Um, can you let the people know what that is and, um, you know, kind of explain that? So Frankfurt Street was kind of birthed from the concept of, you know, a couple of guys that I worked, worked with at UCLA, Stevie uh, Wilson, uh, Sky Tilson, Tyler Robinson. You know, we would always sit down and chat. And, you know, we have this, we have our, our we call our, our For the Creative uh, group text. And we love talking about some of the dope videos that are coming out, you know, so, you know what people are pushing out. But we've always sat there and be like, I wonder how they came up with this concept. Or I wonder, you know, what techniques they were using. Or like, wow, did you even realize they did this? And it made me realize, like, there's not enough breakdown videos at the time. You know, this was, you know, over a year ago. And now you're starting to see it. But at the time, I was just like, no one's really breaking down these videos on why it works so well. And I know there's so many young talent out there that are like, you know, how did they do this? Or why is this so, you know, creative or so unique and it's going viral so, you know, I took it upon myself, like, I want to do some sort of breakdown. It was actually after I went to the MLC Connect conference when I realized, like, you know, there's so many great content people out there. And, you know, they're talking about things on how they break it down, even from a graphic design sense. And I wanted to have something for a video. Um, and at the time, I was also driving to UCLA for work, and it was a two-hour drive one way. Um, so I was like, you know, I'm in the car. I'm ready to think about this stuff. I'm on phone calls with my buddies. Let me record myself talking about these videos and it was a lot of fun and it still is a lot of fun even with the quarantine going on like it's been able to to really kind of not only like you know help educate more people on this stuff but educate myself I've learned a lot more from what's going on you know with our industry and what's really really cool about it is the fact that I've built so many great connections with transfer street you know I I I feel like I am very easy to talk to and energetic um, but there is a part of me that is still very shy um, I do have hard times, you know, I, you know, just saying hi to someone sometimes because I'm always afraid to say the dumb thing or the wrong thing, like, you know, say your name instead of my name. Um, so because of that, you know, I felt this was a great way to connect with the industry and it's, everyone's super supportive and I, and I feel so blessed to be able to do this um, and to help people. You know, I've been very fortunate to find out that people that, have, that I've talked about on the show are now getting jobs because of it. And to me, that's the whole point is to make everyone in this industry better. Because if we can make everyone in this industry better, people are going to respect us. People are going to really value what we do because people don't really understand how hard it is or even how unique what we can do. 
um, you know, and, and until they see that work and see the work that's put in, they can bring a lot of value because, you know, you know, I know, and everyone else knows you're, you're at your computer sometimes for 12 hours straight, not even realizing, Oh crap, I forgot to eat dinner. <laughs> like it happens all the time to it. So I just wanted to make a channel and a, and a show that really honors and really shows appreciation of the, the work that everyone's doing. I love it. And yeah, people that aren't in the creative industry, they don't always know how important it really is. So um, obviously that's changing, you know, more design jobs are opening up and people are really starting to realize the importance, but you doing that is amazing. So I have a question for that too. So when you're breaking down the videos and stuff, are you like contacting the creator of the video himself or herself? Or are you kind of just, you know, thinking by yourself, like how they made that or guessing or how does that work? So depending on what the video is, like sometimes I'll reach it out beforehand and, you know, ask them like questions and, and, you know, what they use. But for the most part, I try to kind of see where I felt it made sense, you know, my own two cents on it. Um, and, you know, for the most part, what really makes me happy is when I say that I get replies back from the creators, like, this is exactly what we're looking for. This is the exact attempt we're going for. And it makes me happy because I... For me, I always just feel like if I do that, it really resonates the fact that, you know, their message got across. Um, and, you know, I, I want to find more ways to collaborate and, and to kind of, you know, build that connection. And I'm starting to do that more. I've been reaching out to the last couple of content creators beforehand and be like, hey, you know, is there specific work you want me to show? Um, things like that. Because I think, you know, there's always that kind of, you know, project they want to show off. And if this is an opportunity for them to, like, I'm all about that. But yeah, it's, it's definitely something that I feel like I have, you know, the skills from school and I want to be able to utilize that the best way I can to help other people out. Yeah, I love that. And you said that, you know, you're a little bit more introverted. And so this gives you an outlet. You're not making an excuse for yourself. You're going out there and you're still connecting and networking and, you know, I sometimes people just make too many excuses, uh, to be honest. And <laughs> I love that you're just doing it and you're not you're not taking no for an answer. So congratulations. Okay. I love it. I appreciate it. I'm trying. It's it's, it's a little hard. Um, I, I always I always look like this, you know, uh, you know, I told my wife when I met her, it was like, you know, once I started talking to you, it was very easy to talk to you. But it was that initial like, oh, hi. Yeah. I remember <laughs> Quick story about that too. Like this is this is a good better idea because I know it seems like I'm very easy to talk to and I am, um, but I get very nervous sometimes. I don't want to say the wrong thing. And I remember our first date. She, she laughed at me because I kept drinking my coffee and there was nothing in it at the time. <laughs> so that's how, that's how nervous I was. So I, that gives you a better idea of like you know this is I need a channel to be able to have those conversations and that's why Frank First Street helped me out a lot. That's awesome. That's a great story. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I guess we already talked about what made you want to start Frames Per Street. So let's talk a little bit more about the patience and endurance you had from starting with, you know, no video background or interest in making it into a full-time career. What were some of the lessons you learned along the way and how important was patience for you? You know, knowing what to say that, um, you know, knowing that, that staying focused on working on your craft would lead to a great reward. I think, you know, when you really look at, you know, what we do for an industry, it's still a very young profession. Um, you know, there's so many, you know, opportunities, but it's having the, you know, administration executives really trust what we're doing and realize there's a lot of value. And it's tough when you have a lot of, you know, content creators that are coming out of college that either need experience or have student loans or even have bills to pay. You know, I was, I was very fortunate to go to college um, and graduate with a master's, um, but it costs a lot of money for me. And, you know, you know, 
student loans added up. Um, and I was on that sense of like, you know, I need to make money, but I also know that what this entails for a job is sacrifice. Um, so, you know, I, I made sure that I kept telling myself, and I remember I had a discussion with one of the uh, full-time producers uh, at Duck, and I told him this is before I got hired full-time there. I was like, you know, I, I, I'm, I don't know what to do because, you know, I need to pay my bills. I need to, to make sure I'm, I'm still living, um, you know, but I also want to keep doing this. And he told me, he's like, just keep making the content. Do whatever you can to survive and the jobs will show up. Someone's going to notice your work and give you an opportunity to actually make money for this. And, you, and that's the biggest thing is staying patient. It's, 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 it's hard. Um, and I know there's a lot of content creators out there that are like, you know, I, I, I really want to make more money and I feel like I deserve more money. And to be honest, you do. You know, this is an industry that, you know, everything you see from television to commercials to social ads, that's stuff made by people that, you know, is, is, has a unique talent. But you also have to remember this is a very, very new concept, a very new, you know, career that the whole world is trying to understand. You know, I, you know, God bless my parents, but they still have a hard time understanding what I do for a living. Um, but I think that's something that you have to remind yourself and remind yourself that you are making this place different. You're making this world better. Obviously, if you're doing stuff that's bringing positivity and love to, you know, to, to the industry that we're in. But I think being patient and doing it because you love it. You know, I, I've seen so many documentaries and, and so many, you know, videos about it. And there's a masterclass uh, commercial with Martin Scorsese. And he says, if you're trying to be a director to make money, then you're not doing this because, you know, you love it. You're doing this because you make money. Do this stuff because you love it. And I'm, I'm trying to tell everyone that. Do this stuff because it means that much to you. And the, and if you work hard, the money will come. And if, as you keep pushing forward, it's going to arrive. But also understand, know your value. You know, don't be afraid to, to voice in a respectful way your opinion on you know, this is what I feel needs to happen. I thought there was a great article that came out. I think Front Office Sports played it out about how, you know, with the whole NFL videos that are coming out, there was a group of editors that are content creators that was like, you know, let's just do this because we feel this is the right thing to do. And, you know, it is scary because I've been in so many situations where, you know, should we morally do this, even though our upper management is telling us, let's say back off of this. And, and those are the type of things you have to have discussions with your managers, your bosses, you know, you don't have to always win the conversation, but the fact that they know where your mindset is and where you're pushing, I think it's so important because, you know, what you push out there represents a part of who you are. You know, I always say the best work is done with love, you know, and there's so much great content out there that I've seen. And it's usually from a place of love. And all right. So when you're in that position, you're trying to figure out, you know, when am I going to get my real first paycheck? Just keep doing what you love. Someone's going to notice someone that really appreciates your value is going to find you. Amen. I couldn't have said that any better. That was, that was amazing. And to go back on, on that second point you said, um, my friend Jeff Hoffman, he always says, you know, chase excellence, not money. The money will follow. And I think that's really important to understand too. So yeah, uh, that, that is amazing. That's probably better than what I said because <laughs> on a graphic. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> it was just a little bit of a paraphrase. So we both had the same concept. Perfect. <laughs> So, I mean, you kind of already touched on it again, but is there any advice for someone struggling with patience? You know, I guess I would say just keep going at it. And, you know, I think another thing that people get caught up with is like, oh, I have to have the best equipment. I have to have the best gear. I have to have this. I have to have that. You just need to do it. You need to, you need to force yourself to go out there and do it. 
doesn't matter if you don't have like a red camera or you know whatever else is out there just do it even if it's off your iphone you need to start 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 somewhere and like we kind of joked about earlier we look at our stuff in the beginning we're like oh my gosh (laughs) but we started and now we both have had very successful careers and that's just the most important yeah i mean that's what it comes down to and i think you hit on the head it's like you know you don't need some of this amazing you know projects and amazing cameras and lights just find ways that you can do it when you know you're putting everything into it you know and and i always what really always inspired me to get into to video editing and filming was clerks you know clerks is one of my favorite movies and you know it's not a perfect movie um but i've read so much about it where they literally filmed it with like no money almost and it got put into uh you know i always forget the name the congress the film where it's like you know it's, it's considered a huge part of our history film history and to me that was because you know kevin smith did something with a lot of love and a lot of appreciation for what he did and i feel like you know if you really want to make this a career and you really love doing this you're gonna find ways you know don't be afraid to reach out to friends that you know they're in the street like hey you know with your help do you mind if i could borrow some lights or you know help me kind of find a, a way to create some of this stuff with limited amount of money or no resources you know my my first video that went viral was for Lamarta High School for the uniform reveal video and I flat out told the, the the head coach I was like I can't make this video without a decent lens and I had a oh, what was it at the 10 a, a Canon uh god I forgot it was like a TI I forgot the number it was like almost 10 years ago and I remember I asked him I was like can you like help me with you don't even have to pay me just buy me a $250 lens he's like yeah sure so he bought me the lens and I used that opportunity and it became one of our most viral videos, you know, that I had active or I was able to create. So for me, it's just, you know, keep pushing, finding ways, as long as you're doing it from a place of, 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 of love and a place of, uh, you know, you're really have a, a vision you want to create and, and establish. And I think, you know, you'll be able to make something out of nothing. And when you finally get those opportunities to get the real cameras and, you know, the, the, you know, the lights and everything that you couldn't afford, then you learn to appreciate all those little things and your stuff's going to get that much better. Amen. Yep. <laughs> Gosh, that was so good. I loved all of that. <laughs> Thank you. I, I just want to say I appreciate all the love that I've been getting for Frank's First Street and even the content that I've pushed out. I mean, it's really, really cool to be a part of a community that really pushes and lifts each other up. You know, I, I've seen such amazing work by everyone that, you know, shows off their own stuff behind the scenes, giving away their secrets to inspire other people. Um, I, you know, seen love for content where people are applying or retweeting um, or sharing their stuff. I think that's really, really cool. And I, I really want to say, Caitlin, is I really appreciate stuff like this because you're helping people express themselves. You're helping people bring more awareness. Um, and what's really cool is it's even, I bet, even helping you, you know, learn more. Because that's something I've learned with Friends for Street is, you know, you're never done learning, especially in this industry, how quickly it's changing. And it's kind of pushed me to research more and to find new connections and to see such a diversified amount of people in this industry. It's, it's so cool to see different, you know, ethnicities, um, different, you know, genders and, and to see what they care about. I think that's like, I don't know, it just, it gives me a lot of inspiration, not only for myself, but, you know, for the younger generation that's coming up and even, you know, you know, one day, hopefully when we have kids, my wife and I, like, I can say, like, this is an industry. Like, you know, I grew up in a, in a, in a, you know, 
third generation Hispanic home that was about, you know, you got to go to school for math or be a doctor. And it was a little scary for my parents when I told them I wanted to take this path. But when they saw how much I loved it and I cared about this, they were fully supportive. And seeing this now, I want to be that for, you know, my future kids and, and even any kid that's trying to take up in this industry. So I, I want to thank you and I want to thank the rest of the community for continually growing this, this industry and growing inspiration for others. Yeah, I think there's success for everybody in the industry. We all can have a piece of the pie, and it's just it just is a great big circle that goes round and round, and we can all benefit from it. So easily, easily. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you being on here. And um, for those of you guys listening and watching on YouTube right now, I will put um, Josh's information in the show notes and the description below. But make sure you guys go check him out on Twitter at JRG Street, and then. Um, all of his frames for street content is on there. So go check that out. It is definitely worth watching. So Josh, thank you so much. Thank you, Caitlin. I really appreciate you having your show. No problem. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Take care.